What what do your kids think about you being like famous? Are they old? How old, how old are they? They are now like seven and twelve. Okay. So they are they are starting like, are you to cool? Or you're no, just, that's no, all. Yeah, yeah no, that's dad. all. I'm just dad, yeah. and uh, but I don't know. Now, when the younger one started school, uh, now he has realized that his father is kind of different because the, some kids in the school are like following him and trying to arrange a meeting so they can <laughs> take a picture with me and kind oh, of shit. that stuff. But he's been taking it really cool and not making a big number of it and I've tried to say say to him that if if the kids are saying things about me or something that's just don't mind and but and the older one he's I don't know he's so like into his own own stuff video games and and uh, own friends and all the friends, the kids' friends know me from the from little because they've been in the same kindergarten and um, okay. and in the same hoods living uh, for many years. Uh, so I know them from a uh, little baby. So it's kind of same for them. They see me probably as a just like my son's uh, father more than a, more than a star or yeah. anything, but. So I think they've like grown up with the fact that their father is what it is, and it's quite natural. But I'm my oldest son is now getting into teenage things, and I don't know if it's if it's going to change somehow. Maybe, maybe not. But but I'm always trying to say them that really they shouldn't care what mm. other people say and, and they should know that if people are saying things about me they the peop people saying that things are really don't know me who I really am so don't don't mind yeah no that's mm. that is a that's an interesting aspect then to deal with if like some of the songs and themes of things are a little bit more uh, yeah like i mean it from what it sounds like well maybe big dick guy is getting pretty straightforward but even like roy oberson like driving on like it's still like a play on work you know like it's yeah not, it's it's always like a little bit you know but it's not in your face that's a kind of a home run i think the roy orbison lyrics because of that it's really different for children and for oh, adults so yeah. it's really for adults finnish speaking adults it's really really the driving all night it's just what you may, might guess what it is but for children it's really Driving yeah, dri and, yeah, and yeah. it's cool like that because it's not even like you know it's good that people hear hear it like yeah you know, I like mean it's, hear, it's, so it's like how the like Disney movies have little jokes in them yeah for that, the adults you know, also the adults have yeah. and, and so they can both watch mm. them together no yeah. it really is and like the music video too of mm. the fucking 
karaoke van guy like going that's like a cool i just love that idea of and it's lucky that like karaoke is such a big part of the culture here yeah. my, because like the idea for a video of you singing karaoke that's your song it to me is just like a sick concept you know like it's a good thing that works yeah we also had this uh, karaoke thing me singing my own song in this Boo Mama Metsästän video earlier and and Boo Mama Metsästän it's uh, I'm hunting a cougar so it's the same <laughs> it's exactly the same thing than in Roy Orbison that um, for children it says and we have this um, old uh, I don't know if it's a poem or something but Leijonama uh, Metsästän I'm hunting a lion so it's kind of a um, same i'm hunting a cougar but for adults it's really different and <laughs> and but uh, yeah the karaoke thing it was fun because i we took a taxi one time and the same karaoke taxi came to pick us and uh, oh you mean the one after from the video yeah one the, <laughs> from the video a couple of years la- later we rode that same taxi and um taxi the same rider same same taxi guy there and 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 he said that uh, the the not the Roy Orbison song, but my other song Rupu, which is like um, a sip. Okay. Uh, it has became become a karaoke taxi hit song that uh, young adult men who come to taxi they always sing. Like um, we have this Juomalaulut drinking songs in Finland, okay, which yeah. everybody knows, like Bari Kärpänen, like Barfly. And uh, you are done Vina, let's drink booze. Like these really big songs that everybody in Finland knows. And he said that they nowadays they also sing your song Rüppu. And I was like, yes, now yeah. I'm in a Finnish drinking song. Canon that's that's song. a big, big part of the, a big accomplishment for the culture. Yeah, but that's also why I, 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 I people send me demos also. I also am um, always ready to sing uh, other people's songs if they are good and I get really much demos about drinking and stuff and I really don't want to do so much of these straight up drinking songs anymore because I have this one big one already so I uh. I have I, I actually did a drinking song just uh, not uh, last but uh, one before the last one called Merkuli, which mm, is yeah. about drinking and hanging with friends and but um, I I'm trying to avoid the subject because it's so um, I've done it and it's not um, also it's we have a pretty big alcohol problem in Finland and uh, alcoholism is alcoholism no, it's wrong hard word for me alcoholism is really a problem in yeah. finland so and, and also i've noticed that young people they don't drink as much as we did in 90s um actually in 90s it was getting really out of hand the uh, drinking of young people in finland we drank like every weekend and really hard and it's it's been studied after that 
it was the, like a peak moment. Mm. But nowadays it's different and it's good. I think it's a good thing that the young people are capable of having fun also without drinking and and that also one thing why I'm not doing every every drinking song I yeah. I'm sent but I have to admit that I still um, my main job is to entertain <laughs> drunk people so <laughs> so of course we do the songs in our gigs and of course like most of the people in my gigs are drinking, um, but not everybody. I've yeah. noticed it's changed. What, what do you like to drink? What's your drink of choice? I think it's been beer quite long now. That when they when the Longero came to came to like regular stores a couple of years ago, I've I've started to drink more Longero, but then I started to have this like tooth problems <laughs> really many yeah. holes and and now i'm stopped drinking longer because of that i my dentist say that it's the beer is not good for teeth also but the longer is even even worse your dentist telling you to stop drinking longer could be a song right there that's that's <laughs> yeah. not a bad that's a <laughs> i have one longer song all already uh, the one called longer on varin and taivas it's like a sky longer col- uh, colored sky <laughs> which we have yeah. in finland like most of the year yeah so i've done that also but, but yeah uh, i also like wine and so yeah, you don't discriminate. I don't discriminate, and also I have a couple of friends that are, that are really into drinks. It's been a kind of a like mixed drinks. Yeah, kind of, and they make really fancy, like hard mm. to make drinks. You need different kind of like things to make them, and uh, yeah, a smoker and yeah, or um, and, and a fucking lime and a lemon um, skin, and mm. yeah. But like I said, I mostly drink after gigs nowadays, so it's don't drink much. Yeah, weekdays. No, it's, it's ironic. Special occasion. Well, good. I appreciate that. And if you want, I know you said you only wanted one, so but if you want another one, let me know. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> to counter your point. I've probably drinking the most in my life, or maybe this is proves your point. I've probably drinking the most in my life the year I've lived in Finland. We we still drink a lot, but uh, we you, we drink a lot more in yeah. the 90s, and that's crazy yeah. to think because we still drink a lot. And uh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's it's just such a like the Finnish culture is interesting to me from a lot of different ways, and I, to me it's like very polar, but it makes sense with the darkness and lightness being such a big factor Mm. in just like everyday life because like I've lived in Spain and Portugal before where in Portugal, like you'll just have a glass of wine with lunch and here, like not many people are just having a glass of wine with lunch. Like, you know, it's like if we're going to do this, we're, we're going to do it. And so like, I've had a joke that's been like, I mean, it's not my own joke, but Finnish people are either 100% sober or like black the fuck out. And it's like very rare to find the in-between. 
Yeah, maybe in like central Helsinki, it's has become become more like European way way of drinking. So people take the little glass of wine uh, at lunch here, but but in a greater sense, yeah, in, yeah that's a Finnish thing that <laughs> you. You don't just take one. Oh no, <laughs> it's a waste. It's a yeah. <laughs> you're wasting your time. Yeah, no. Well, get get back to even though the first one is always the best for sure. Yeah, yeah no, I love like the long caro for me. If like ten years ago, like I would have been like, oh, that's some sweet drink, you know, like I would have looked down on it. Now I fucking love it because it's like the perfect way to start the night. It's a perfect little intermediate because i'm i'm a beer guy too it's a nice little in between to switch up the night and then it's a great thing to finish the night with you know it's a it's it's i'm a i'm a big long cuddle fan myself i have to say uh, that the gin and tonic is important for us because it's been our choice for the backstage for a couple of years now and it's a habit of ours that our our light technician Marku, he usually does the best gin and tonic. So, <laughs> so when me and the DJ comes to the backstage, Marku is always waiting there with gin and tonics, and we take gin and tonics before the gig, and that's kind of a tradition. So, what's his specialty? Why? Why is his better than uh, most? I think he just uh, uses a lot of gin. <laughs> <laughs> like a half and half or okay, something but, okay. but it's a good good portion before gig for sure yeah no that um, but gin you and tonic's my mixed drink of choice too so yeah. that adds to the long kind of thing you can't drink too much before the gig because i it don't go well i've tried that a yeah, couple of times you. and um, i'm managed to do the gigs all right and not get any complaints but but it's been really not so not so fun for anyone so so we try to keep it after a gig nowadays yeah that's yeah that's the you see some of the rock star guys that are just like fucked up. i went to a modest mouse concert when in like oh seven and they were from seattle i'm from seattle and so that was like the bad concert to go to. You know, they're just drinking with all their homies before the, the set. And they were so fucked up on stage. Like it was one of the worst concerts I'd ever been to. Of course, some some bands have made that like a um, thing for them. Yeah. They have this Eräkeläiset in Finland who plays this Finnish music called Humpa, which is always the same like drum beat. They make covers, humpa covers from like uh, famous songs, and they are they are really famous about getting really drunk at gigs, and they they have this like drummer dropping out of the bench oh. like during <laughs> the gig, and and it's kind of funny, and um, but that's their thing. They they are amazing band, and. But it's not my thing, and um, I think that my my humor doesn't come from that kind of 
um, getting wasted and uh, partying like an animal thing. Well, it's more subtle, subtle, yeah. subtle thing and uh, that kind of mind. While you're vacuuming. Yeah. yeah. And that first gig I had there at the um, uh, record store, birthday party, I was really, really nervous and actually my hands were shaking and my voice were, were vibrating <laughs> and I was stumbling on the chord and and when I saw like audience laughing at that then I realized that oh I don't have to like trying to be cool or trying to be anything that they like when I'm like insecurely here oh, so oh. that's always been a part of my show also you have to come to my gig sometimes for sure, for sure. Just I know, I was to see, I'm, I'm a little bit more, more self-confident nowadays, but uh, still, it's not like um, I'm not doing a Hollywood kind of show where I'm. Um, You're not some like theatrical performer. Yeah, it's like usually yeah. like it's um, the start of the gig is a little bit like uncomfortable uncomfortable for everybody and but then it starts to get it start to get better and better and uh, at the end everybody is okay is well good i'm glad that <laughs> i made you awkward to start the <laughs> podcast so it's like a, a yeah. similar con uh concert yeah no, awkwardness I, is my thing okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like like weirdness and awkwardness and all that shit like that's i mean part of the reason i think from the beginning i was like just the whole idea of, I mean, maybe you do care, but regardless of caring, I'm still going to do me and do what I want to do. And that's like a thing I think gets lost a lot right now where it makes sense that you said you hadn't started or you think part of the reason you're like that is because you started so late is like, or, you know, like to be a star like was yeah, a yeah. was a later in life idea where yeah. you'd kind of already gotten past the like being cool stage where yeah. like you know nowadays i think kids are so scared to try some shit sometimes because everything's on the internet and if you fail at something everyone sees it and it's yeah. like oh it like they laugh and it's like well you gotta fail, you know, yeah. like, and, and so then people get self-conscious and say, well, I'm not even going to try because I might fuck up. And, and then it doesn't happen. Whereas then you start later, like, cause it took me a long time to even get the self-confidence to, I've always liked talking. I've always liked doing this, but to be like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. It took a lot. I, I would, I probably wanted to do this for 10 years. I've only done it for two, Yeah, you know? And so that whole idea of just like being comfortable with yourself throughout time is, is cool. And, and like not caring in a, you know, in a way Yeah. what other people think, well, well it doesn't mean like you can't just like, uh, uh, be rude to everyone or something, nothing like that. But, but you don't have to care about what, other people think about your persona or something like that you don't really have to care about it because people really don't actually even care <laughs> so much about uh, other than their own things and that's totally natural people are coming to social media and uh, like uh, chat boards to comment but it's not 
like they are I, i've heard many many times that some like colleagues have been getting really bad comments from somebody but when they have contacted the, the person and been like uh, why did you write this and uh, it really hurt me and i would never do that myself but someone someone has done that and and then they have been like oh, i'm sorry i don't know what went to me and i just wanted to write something snarky and um, i really don't think even like that and i'm really sorry and uh, like you have to remember that people are not acting as themselves in the it's a, the online mm. is just another mask in itself mm. you know but like also of course what you say that um, kids are also following each other there and it's I underst- understand that it's a big thing if you are really cool or somebody makes a funny video about you or you lose your face in uh, it's it might feel like the biggest thing in a world I think I really understand that but it really isn't still people yeah, forgot about these things in like two days and and of you can also use that kind of even that bad press kind of if you you can use it for your your own promotion kind of for uh, sure, yeah, any any publicity is good publicity they say used to say that it's yeah and as long as you're not right. doing something super crazy like yeah. killing people you know yeah. something killing people and raping like that those are the two mm-hmm. that are the you know but everything else, like the whole cancel culture and all that stuff, like I think you can only, like, to a degree, as long as you're a truly good person, you only can get canceled if you cancel yourself. I think. Yeah, I of know. course, and yeah, and I think people have right to right to express their feelings online, any any feelings and opinions, and you don't just have to react to every like post on the internet True. and you can make your own mind about things and respect people and you know I, I I'm really um I'm I like you said I'm not so much in social media um, I'm do the minimum I have to do as an artist but I follow follow it for like a little bit i scroll through twitter and see see what they are talking there and and one thing that is really strange to me that um the, like the even the anonymous mm, accounts are really really like uh keeping up the appearance and if somebody says something bad about it, your anonymous account you really then you go to crusade about against that but it was really an anonymous account nobody even really knows who you are so yeah. why you have to like um yeah, that's not the real life i think but uh, this is difficult because for some it might be if you are not seeing people in real life and all your like social life is online then it might be 
important to keep them like your online persona clean and then you really get pissed off if you're online anonymous uh, like cartoon account gets attacked but yeah. um, but that's only because you have cut out them like um, you have moved your life totally there and you don't have anything to compare it like and you don't have that and that sad thing and sure. and that's uh i think it's a really risky thing to 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 totally go into that world and it's a nice it's a good word to be aware of and use it for good things and whatever you want but it i think it would be good to remember that it's not the like the whole world for and sure. also the news are not the whole truth about for everything sure. and totally. you, you can get really depressed reading the news uh you can actually live your life without reading news at all um, yeah, mm. I, and it really improves your mental health i think but no there's um, there's a sign thing of like yeah. the sad world syndrome of, of you know like you they studied people yeah. watching the more news you watch kind of the more bad the world you think yeah. it is. bad news sell and that's why the most of the news are bad and but really also the good things happen in world but you don't find them in news that's easy to say of course but it's I now it's the situation in war in ukraine and right. i'm doom scrolling all day and can't st- i just can't stop it and i know it's not good for me but i'm kind of it's impossible for me not to stop and and um, but i try to remember that that there is other things in in world than the war in ukraine but it's it's a big thing i have to For say sure. it's, it's no, a big yeah. thing and it's hard to hard to hard to just forget and i don't think you should even just forget then and i think when i said you don't really have to read news i i meant like the daily news yeah yeah, yeah. i think it's good thing that you know something about um, like a world you are living in because then you can maybe make a good voting decision or something like that but if you don't know anything about anything then how can you even try to change things for the better or how can you give a vote in a election if you don't know anything about the, the guys there and so it's it's not good to be ignorant i don't mean that but um, watching the daily news feed is not maybe the best way to obtain like um, healthy information yeah and and you can get information just not by strictly the news like there's ways to be informed that you're not going to get it from a specific you know uh angle yeah, yeah that's a diff and that, that's a difficult uh, subject for me also i don't yes there's lots of information available and and i really don't want to get too deep deep onto that but 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 that's a good thing to remember that any of those 
you can't just can't just uh, like make your worldview depending on one particular source For um, sure. but, but you it's good to it's good to be interested in things and also if i try to move this a um, little bit out of from this like a um, uh, news perspective that also like uh, being interesting in stuff in general like um, now my new interest is like astrophotography and uh, telescopes okay. uh, uh, we got a telescope for a christmas gift and uh, i started to look moon and things and my older son got interested and now it's got a little bit out of hand and I, so. I bought a new better telescope already <laughs> i have it on my balcony and every night when it's not cloudy i'm there at the balcony trying to find some interesting things and taking photographs and i've i've always always been like that that i have someone interest that i'm really go deep when i find it i had microphones many years i was building my own microphones and and uh, and studying them online and i we had this fun one do it yourself electronics forum where i was hanging and like getting information about microphones and then i had this uh, like archery thing a couple of years ago and uh, now i have this telescope thing and and it's kind of um i think my my sons have inherited that they always have this one thing they are interested and it gives them something to do always they don't ask so often like I don't have anything to do. What should I do? Because there is always something to study. There is so much free tools like these recording tools and also like all kinds of editing and camera and photography apps yeah, and on phones nowadays. Like you and you can actually everything. take amazing f star photos with just a like smartphone and. If you combine it with the smartphone with the telescope and you have some kind of a free image editor um, you can do actually quite amazing pictures of the planets and nebula and all kind of okay. stuff so what i mean that it's good to be interested in things it's not just about like politics or but also it's good yeah. to be interested in something having a hobby outside of just like whatever what, whatever you, you yeah, yeah yeah and if you do music it's good to have some hobby that is not music and if you do sports it's yeah. good to have some hobby that's not sports related no. and kind of totally like that was the you have this kind yeah, of I, thing and, 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 and actually first it like i did i've done vlogging for like it, this vlogging kind of led into this i always wanted to do both and it was like my i think second year in poland that i was playing and i was just like everywhere i've played besides finland i've been the coach and the player 
And so I was just like so consumed with like both the physical side of being the player, but then the mental side of coaching that it like burnt me out. And I got into vlogging that year. And I don't love vlogging too much anymore. I did, I went to Nepal for a month and did a, a like vlog series there that was like kind of my <laughs> grand opening and grand finale <laughs> at the same time of it. But then it's, this has came about and no, it's just, like you said, important to have something else. But that said, it's also easier said than done. And I yeah. completely understand that if if you if your life situation might be really different than me, I have to say that I've been blessed in a way that uh, I come from a family that can uh, have support my hobbies always and I've never have had like an uh, what what did your parents do growing up um my father was a math teacher and uh, my mother was um uh, in a firm doing like a uh, economic style like like okay. um, like um, money, money music, stuff not music not music not music and but like a middle middle class family and um, safety net when i grew up i when i moved to my own i didn't really uh, i had an opportunity to study like um, i studied really long in a in a high school a lukio i guess college high school yeah. that, uh, after the after the yeah yeah and i i did it from 16 to 24 okay <laughs> It was um, and and I did some little jobs there and there and and I had the opportunity to like trying to find what I want to do and I understand that it's not the same for everybody and it's for really many people it's like you just have to work nine to five and survive like um, and that's then when you go somebody who hasn't had the same opportunities than I have and say why don't you just do something you like <laughs> then <laughs> you can sound a really idiot yeah. and that's actually one of the themes in the song Isamunan and Mies okay. Isamunan and Mies he's giving bad life advice like just he's saying that uh, if you're depressed why don't you just do what you want and yeah just not be depressed yeah, <laughs> yeah just and if you lose your house just build a stronger house uh, uh, yeah. and these kind of like um, uh, stupid advices i don't want to sound that stupid but but for people to find that one thing they like to do it would be really good even if it doesn't feel like it's possible right now, but at some point to find something that you are really interested in, and maybe even like even like mm, more than interested, that's even better if you're like fanatic or uh, hobbyist yeah. of something, then it can give you like uh, energy and um, good feelings for the rest of your life. For sure. No, I've I've felt lucky because I get to still 
live my life by playing football, which has kind of been one of the first loves. So I haven't, I've been real lucky in the sense that I found a passion early on. But even with, I can't even think of some other interests I've had is like the main thing kind of to circle back. It's like, you got to try shit. Yeah, you gotta try. If you don't try, you don't. You don't know, and, no. and it's like figuring out who you are is sometimes figuring out who you are not. And if you can't learn either one, if you just do the same thing over and over again, mm -hmm. like getting real cliche with, but it's like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And so, no, it is. It's it's tough. But okay, you to go back to kind of kid your kids and, and you said you didn't really think you were going to be what do you think you were going to be when you were younger i really didn't know and really didn't think that so yeah. much so maybe i was i wanted to be a pilot f fighter f fighter pilot okay but then i realized that i maybe can't be fighter pilot because i'm too long yeah, too, too tall, too tall yeah. and i have glasses so it's not possible so then i really didn't have when as teenager really i didn't know what i want to want to be and i didn't have any like big ambitions besides music i i maybe i thought that i will be a um, a musician of some kind of guitar player or something okay like that. but but i was really not really doing it with conviction like with heart in in play i i went to some guitar class classes but i really didn't study okay. uh, much at all and really didn't learn anything because of that and I don't think that's a good like I'm I'm really good uh, of an example for for anyone because I've been so lucky and and just drifted in good things and I can't say that that what you should do that's wait and see and maybe something comes up that's how it's been for me but mm, there was one point in my life when I was studying at the engineering school and and I started to have the stick dog gigs and that that one point I decided that now I'm going to be brave and I quit the school and I really tried to do this for a living and that's the only time and that kind of the track where I'm still uh, yeah and but that's the one time was enough <laughs> yeah it'll, and exactly and like even just then having the courage to say like all right we're gonna do it this even if it's just one time mm -hmm. is like more than some will do at times and it i think i'm assuming here but i you probably downplay a little bit on how like much time you've spent then with doing music like throughout your life and the amount of work that's been put in in order you know like you say like drift around but i'm sure or maybe i'm wrong like that once you got to a certain like 
you put in long hours here and and like there's major work that goes into it and thoughts and and energy in general you're absolutely right but but i'm kind of haven't thought it as a work but of course now looking back i i've always done music and the hours i put in are are really large and (laughs) and it's not like uh, that I just noticed that I can make songs but it was really um, like years long studying uh, first with the music only and then with the lyrics and um, and also nowadays I think sometimes I think I'm I'm really lazy and um, I spend a lot of time just Looking at stars and balcony <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, ha- and spending time with family and uh, I like the free time and but when I have some project on and I uh, have song coming or I'm producing a record or something then I can like work really long hours and not taking not eating and uh, like. Like I just sit here and time just like yeah, but it doesn't feel like working because you like it so much. So you're just like pumped up. You forgot to eat and yeah. uh, yeah. And but yeah, actually I didn't realize that before my my um, my 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 avovaimo my not wife but my. My girlfriend, my fiance, fiance said that uh, said that, that she had noticed that when I don't work, I really can be <laughs> seem like a really lazy guy. But then <laughs> when I have something, then I I seem to work. I I I still can work and still can like do the effort. And has there ever been a point where? it's the music has felt like work because that's like obviously i don't want to make something good sound bad but Mm -hmm. it's something i've noticed where yeah my passion is to play football and i love it and i enjoy it but then there's still like some days you don't exactly want to do it but then you still have to do it you know i'm sure before some shows you like don't feel great you know like wanting to is there been times where it feels like because that's it's like a dangerous thing because then it you feel jaded towards this thing you love to a degree have you experienced that yes i have but not not, not so much in studio work and mm. writing because that's kind of what i would do even if i wasn't doing this for a living and okay. um, but the gigging is has not been so natural for me always um and i felt like um, uh, sometimes i felt that i don't have uh, energy to do it at mm-hmm. all and i want to quit and but this actually this covid has been um, quite eye opening for me because when i was the first it was the first couple or three months with like lockdowns and no gigs at all then i really started to miss gigging mm-hmm. and uh, now it's been really different after the 
long break and I realized that I actually enjoy it and I want to do it. Yeah, when it's uh, like you you can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. But I had these moments and uh, and it reminds me of like Andre Agassi. I read mm. the Andre Agassi uh, biography. It's really really good book, and he's a good example of like he he's played since he he was like a baby. His father put a oh, right. tennis bracket in his head and a ball hanging uh, from the ceiling, and he never knew anything else like the tennis has been his whole life and he has hated it very much sometimes and he talks about that in the book and but in the end still it's the biggest love of his life also but it's kind of strange that yeah. you can you can also sometimes hate the thing you love the most for sure no it's that's just a it's like first world problem of finding something to complain yeah. about of like yeah i really love this thing but at times i it bothers me and that's almost even more painful but it's the truth you yeah. know it, it it is what it is and the other other thing that's related to that is that um syndrome uh i don't know what's that in english it's like um con man syndrome mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. when uh, you're feeling like you don't deserve this yeah, like um, yeah. and it's really common in like musicians and artists who are doing their dream job and and people are paying for the gigs and you're right. actually starting to get quite a lot of money and then you are suddenly like get this idea that I don't deserve any of this and I'm just lucky and and that you're like fooling everyone. Yeah, or, yeah. and yeah. that's what I've al- also had in some points of my life. But also the COVID and the gigs after COVID, COVID have been also. It, it's been nice to see that how much people have been waiting to get in the gigs and how happy they are when they are in the audience. And uh, and one girl actually started to cry like last summer when we had our first gigs after the winter lockdowns and we were in Tampere and and doing the just released song Mercury which is about like you couldn't have you haven't seen friends in a long time and just had virtual like meetings and and now it's it's so much better to do it live and uh, during that song one girl started to cry in the audience and I I felt like maybe this is I do something that is not completely waste of people's time (laughs) (laughs) thanks COVID for that yeah no it's like there's there's positives with all the negatives and and all that kind of stuff where um Sorry, it, it, imposter syndrome. That's yeah, what in, imposter yeah, syndrome. Yeah, I, yeah. I was like, yeah. I was thinking that, but um, I let me think what I want to think. The oh, this is I had the question, but then 
that's like the one challenge with this shit is like you want i want to be super present and listen to everything that's being said but obviously i've have ideas like in my mind of things to ask and but you want to go with the conversation so sometimes i hit this little like brain fart moment where i short circuit um but where's where maybe i shouldn't ask where's your favorite place to do a gig Mm. or where's been like your best the show you felt that's best that well i have to i have to I I have to bring up one particular gig. Okay. It was um, uh, after I made that change and uh, to Stig, and I've released the Poo Mama Metsestan album, which was not a really like a big hit album, or but I did have some some fame at that point and um, some radio play and spotify maybe some spotify songs that went to the top list or something like that and then i was doing a summer tour with a band i usually gig with just a dj but that times we had a real band not any not any like uh, backing stuff coming from the like it's usually done that there's a band but also lots of stuff comes from the computer so okay. but we had a real band no computers computers at all and when we were in Ilosari rock jo and su uh, mm-hmm. big festival and we were starting the festival in friday at like four o'clock or something really early because it was friday normal like a working day and I was really not expecting much people, many people to come come there, and I think that may, maybe if 200 comes, then it would be nice. And and then there was the gig was starting, and I checked, and there was like what, like 5,000 or oh 6,000 people, and the and the, like organizers came that wow, that there's a amazing that there's a everybody's trying to get in and there's lines outside and and it was quite amazing to see that so many people came at four o'clock to festivals to see me and the gig went really well and i had the band really nice guys and and it was a perfect summer day also like a sunny and warm day and i that that's the one i will remember and we have also some video clips of that gig so I was that like a moment that you felt like oh shit i'm like really making it or what was yeah. like your moment of like that oh. was that was maybe the moment okay. because when you're on tv and or you are on youtube and you just see the numbers and but when you see the five thousand people mm-hmm. smiling there and having fun it's more concrete like um this yeah, is it's it. real life versus that uh, virtual life yeah, yeah yeah and it's always better yeah, yeah. Ah. Ah. i have many many good gigs but that was also the like first time i really enjoyed being on stage and i remember i 
I was so happy that I forgot like half of the lyrics, but <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. It didn't matter. And How surreal is it for like people to sing your lyric? Like you're probably a little used to it now, but like for me, even with this podcast stuff, and I'll post, someone will come up to me and say like, "Oh, the one thing," and they'll they'll quote me perfectly. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, how is it that was that crazy for you? Yeah, in the beginning, in the beginning it was really crazy. And and like people came and said that like your music has been important for me. And I've had hard times and your music has helped. And I was really like, are these like, trying to like fuck with me or what, <laughs> what the fuck is this yeah. is the yeah. choking or yeah. and, and but then I realized that really even even though I think I just make like little songs and I make one song and then I move to another but maybe the songs can still be important for somebody and and they remember them and listen to them I I kind of move on but the songs still living in somebody somebody's stereo system as so. true true <laughs> maybe we have something on tape or maybe we don't <laughs> we got something for sure but yeah no let's <laughs> sorry to end it like and <laughs> then we're saving something for later i guess yeah um but to let's i time. think i think my computer and camera are telling me like <laughs> wrap it up yeah and my ass <laughs> yeah and yeah we won't get into the i'll cut that out <laughs> but i appreciate you doing this bro like it's a it's a honor especially you saying this is like the first one in english so that's like a a big thing for me so i appreciate that yeah it's nice yeah nice to talk to you i met you for sure bro until next time yes see ya. <laughs> yeah that's